When creating an exit strategy, business owners can't just account for the health of their books. They also must consider the health of their brand. Financials say a lot about an organization, but public awareness can mean the difference for a company that sells and a company that sits. I've known the talented PR team at HKA for many years, and I've seen firsthand how marketplace visibility equals marketplace value. If your brand needs a boost, contact the marketing communications experts at HKA by calling 714-426-0444 or visit them online at www.hkamarcom.com. Hi, this is Bill Black from the Exacoach Radio Show. Last year, a business owner friend of mine died suddenly and tragically, and his family was unprepared. In his honor, I'm giving away 1,000 of my ebooks entitled Business Continuity Five Steps to Protect Your Family Free. All you have to do is text the word family to 44222. That's family to 44222. Don't let your family be the victim of an unplanned business. Text family to 44222 for this free information today. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, great lineup today, and I want to uh, get right into it with our next guest. He is Stefan Liozu from Value Interruption Advisors. Uh, that's a new word for me, Value Interruption Advisors, but I like it a lot. And um, we're going to talk about um, designing disruptive innovation, value, and pricing strategies. And it's so important because... Uh, Intention and formal pricing management is important for business owners. It's important to differentiate, get into the heads of your customers, and disrupt their way of thinking and so that you can present yourself as a solution for their, their problems. So, Stephen, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to your uh, audience and your membership there. My, my pleasure. Tell us a little bit about how you started um, – Valuation Interruption Advisors, and especially tell us about how you came up with that word, because it's a great word. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm a very creative person, so I, I, I like to invent new words, and uh, I think I, I'm doing quite a bit of work at the intersection of uh, innovation and disruption, so uh, so I wanted to have a new word, interruption, and um, so I put that in the, uh, you know, the, the name of my company, and, and, and it pretty much is everywhere. You know, all the work that I do has some type of uh, innovative approach and uh, looking at things different way, disruptive thinking, disruptive strategies, etc. Now, at the intersection of innovation and disruptive, I like that. So, so innovation is, is obviously uh, it's it's a key and important. Why is disruption so important? Give our listeners a little bit of what you're thinking about when you say that. Well, you know, I, uh, I I've been in business for uh, before I, I left the corporate world on, on my own. I've been in business for 25 years, and it's amazing the uh, the number of routines and uh, you know mental locks we have, uh, mental models we succumb to. And uh, I think as a leader, it's always important to kind of uh, bring in some fresh thinking and some innovation and look at things a different way. And so you read a lot of things right now about disruption, and um, and disruption is just a, a 
you know, learning and learning to do things differently and not uh, succumbing to the, the old ways of doing the same thing over and over and over. And as you know, the definition of insanity, you know, nothing is going to change if you keep doing the same thing every year, year after year. So you really have to kind of um, disrupt yourself. And as a business owner, you know, stay on your toes, challenge yourself, you know, even if you're very successful, you know, really self-disrupt before someone else out there disrupts your strategy, your business, or your value proposition. Yeah, and uh, I agree with that very much that a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of people in our audience, they're, they're age 50 plus business owners. They've been doing what they've done for a long time, and they might be comfortable, and that might be their enemy. That's what we're talking about, right, is, is you mm-hmm. have to always be on your toes because the world is changing around you. And businesses go go out of business very quickly these days because they didn't see they sh- things they should have seen coming. Yeah, it's correct. And and uh, most of my work, uh, you know, a lot of companies and a lot of business owners bring me in to help them with pricing strategies because there's suffering out there. You know, there's a lot of negotiation, lots of discounts, margin erosion, and at the end, I uh, this is a symptom of something that's bigger in their business. So I go in and I talk to them and I look at their innovation strategy, I look at their value proposition, how they approach the business, and you do find that it's the same thing over and over and over. And actually they don't actually challenge themselves, you know, challenge the value prop enough. And at the end, you know, the outcome of this is pricing issues. So that's why I do a lot of work in the innovation, value, and pricing areas because it's very integrated and interrelated. And pricing with results to say things like consumer goods, uh, certain things like technology have come down in price so much, and those aren't things that they could all of a sudden say, hey, tomorrow we're dropping the prices. These have to be thought of years in advance, and how is that all going to affect the whole company if if prices are going down for our product because it's become commoditized? What do we do to become uh, less commoditized, or, or how is this going to affect everything? So I can see how... Is that what we're talking about? Yes, exactly. So, you know, if, if you look at the disruptive approach in pricing, you, you know, you're looking at some of the areas that are right now going through some transformation, for example, in a retail environment because of the emergence of technology and dynamic pricing. Also in healthcare, you know, with the change in the regulation and, you know, the way the value chain is working. But at the end of the day, Bill, if you're selling something in the business, Whatever it is, a service, a product, an idea, you have to price it. And you'll be surprised, you know, that only a few, you know, a fraction of companies, whether they're small or big or medium, actually pay attention to pricing. And so what happens then is they price based on experience, legacy pricing models, they price based on what the competition is doing. They let the market dictate their pricing where at the end, they don't have an intentional approach to a pricing strategy, linking value prop, innovation, business strategy to pricing, because pricing is what you show to the customer. Here is the value I deliver to you, and this is how much price you're going to give to me, whatever whatever industry you're in. And, and you have to be aware of what what emerging competition is coming up, because they, they might be out to price you out of business because they can for a little while. So you really have to you really have to have a global look at this, don't you? 
Yes, it's it's you know really uh, it's not new. You know, pricing has been part of the marketing mix for uh, for a long time. But at the end of the day, right now, complexity is increasing. This, the speed of business is accelerating. Competitive pressures are increasing because of the uh, you know the lack of demand and you know the stagnation effect. So the chances of being disrupted are greater now than before. So if you manage a, your own business, if you have a small business. You owe it to your, uh, you know, your your business, to your employees and your shareholders, or, you know, to really challenge yourself and to look at, oh, here is, you know, here is the change in landscape. This is how we're going to be even better in the future. This is how we're going to package our value proposition, and this is a new pricing strategy. And we're going to go out there and try to get the value, with you know, with the, you know, the price we deserve for the value we deliver. Mm, and there's a lot that goes into that. Now, what do you do if you're already very successful? Things are working. Your prices are fine. Um, what's the, one of the first things that you do with business owners that say, "Hey, we're 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 okay right now"? Uh, what do you tell them? Well, I, I would uh, challenge that a little bit, you know. And, and unfortunately, in the field of pricing, you know, there is a, a, a miss misconception that, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm paying attention to pricing, we're doing good. But, you know, a lot of companies do cost-based pricing, for example. And they look at their cost and they put a premium on, the, on their cost and then go out there and price. And, they, well, it could be 60%. And at the end of the day, it's very good, right? 60% margin is very good. But then if you studied your, the value side of your offering and actually try to extract how much value, you, economic value you bring to your customers, and you try to you know, capture a little bit more of that, you could actually get 80% or 100% margin. Most of the time, that's what happens. So don't be complacent and, and, and don't stop at 60% if you could make 90% margin. So a lot of successful companies are actually successful because they're differentiated, they have great strategy, and then they use what's called form, formulaic pricing, cost-based or competition-based pricing. And I'm trying to bring that customer value dimension and say, you know, like you said before, get get in the head of your customers and try to find out how much value you deliver to them and then capture a little bit more. So there's always more to be done. There is more innovation in pricing. You look at the uh, the emergence of dynamic pricing, what's happening in, you know, with Uber or other companies. Your models are changing. Can you uh, innovate in your pricing strategy as well? So there's a lot to be done. It's a good point. And a lot of businesses these days are service-based businesses, and it can be very competitive. That can be that can be the big difference between making it and not making it. So there's a lot of factors to consider. What's the first thing that I should do tomorrow with my team if I'm if I'm thinking, you know, what we have to look at this. We have to start thinking about pricing. What what would you say the first thing we should do? Well, the, fir- the first thing you should do is to be uh, to make a decision, you know, and to become moving from a, a reactive pricing approach to a proactive pricing approach. And the first thing is to put everybody in the room, the most, you know, the most relevant functions in your organization, usually the, the sales manager, a finance person, if you have a marketing, you know, manager, even better, and to start discussing pricing, but only pricing, and to take it down and move away from the margin discussion, but into the pricing discussion. So that's the first step, and you pay attention, and you really look, look at uh, your offering and say, hey, are we differentiated enough? What are the trends in our pricing strategy? So it's kind of a what I would call a pricing assessment, an internal pricing assessment, and you and you say, well, I want to investigate a little bit more. So once you you've met and you decided that you know collectively 
you, the business owner, and your key staff employees will pay attention to it, then you say, well, let's investigate. Let's set uh, maybe set a project together so that we can uh, we can look at how we're doing and what else we could do better. That's the first step, I would say. Okay, so just really focusing uh, deeply on pricing. And you've written books and you put on workshops about this, and those can be mm-hmm. great help for people to come up with their um, ideas and questions with regards to that. So how would you describe your workshop that you put on for Vistage International in uh, in uh, a minute or so? Yeah, so uh, uh, I have several workshops. One of them is it's called Is It Time to Rethink Your Pricing Strategies, which is, you know, for business owners, start paying attention and look at, you know, really how you do pricing. And um, we go through the, some of the basic components, some of the big basic dimension of pricing, we look at assessment tools that we can use to see uh, how they stand on pricing power, you know, how are we doing on their orientation for pricing, and, you know, some of the critical dimensions. And then we go into practical steps. This is what you can do starting tomorrow and for the next 90 days, practical recommendations, you know, that you can deploy in your organization. And, again, size doesn't matter. You know, that you can start really capturing a little bit more of uh, your value in the market. And you'll be surprised or, you know, sometimes a one-hour discussion can really make a difference in your bottom line. One or two decisions in the, in the following couple of weeks can make a one or two or three percent profit difference right there. So, so the, we, we mm-hmm. go – yeah, sorry. No, please, I'm sorry, continue. No, so I, I you know, the, the Vistage presentations are half-day workshops uh, looking at all these components. And then from there we can do a one-day workshop or – no more than two days because it's probably follow-up work. Um, and I also work with uh, small business owners uh, uh, in a coach capacity where I help them really capture the low-hanging fruits because at the end, we don't have two years to wait. If there is something to be taken from the market, increased profitability, then it could be done in a matter of three to six months. And how often should businesses look have these in-depth discussions and, and uh, meetings about pricing? I always recommend, after you get started with a, a an intentional approach to pricing, to form what's called a pricing council. And the pricing council is no more than 6 to 90 minutes per month with the business owner and a multifunctional group of people to focus only on pricing. The first 20 minutes will become looking at the key uh, performance indicators on pricing that you set up in advance. Then you look at strategic pricing projects, maybe new products that get introduced, new services that get introduced, and then maybe the rest of the 20 minutes of you know become more what's happening in the market, what is competition doing, you know how how are the customers doing, you know if you do a price increase you can track your price increase. So it's really it's not a meeting just to review KPIs, it's a meeting to discuss KPIs but also strategy and what's happening in the market, and it's multifunctional, which is excellent to bring sales, marketing, finance, and maybe supply chain together to discuss these pricing uh, dimensions. So the world is ever-changing. Uh, your pricing models need to be looked at periodically just to just to keep up with things. Don't be complacent and sit back and think everything's fine because tomorrow things could not be so good. There's so many dynamics at work. I mean, you have technology, global competition, big companies getting in, looking to get into your market space. Uh, these are very important issues. So how do people, uh, uh, first of all, let's talk about your book, and then we'll talk about how people can get in touch with you. So um, you have a couple books on Amazon, right? Yes, correct. The first one is called Innovation in Pricing, which is really a, um, 
a collection of papers on what can be done in the pricing area, which is innovative and new and, and can bring, a, you know, advance the, uh, not only the practice and the theories of pricing. The second one is called the ROI of pricing. And really it's like, how do you measure the impact of what you're doing, your pricing actions? How do you get started? How do you measure the scope? And then really uh, there's a couple chapters on really what you should expect from your pricing actions. And in general is for every dollar you invest in pricing, you should get 7 to $10 in incremental profit. And then I have two more books coming out this year um, later. Great. So you're continuing this. Uh, as you learn more, you're, you're giving information back to people to, to learn more about this. And then, of course, the workshops, if you're a Vistage chair or if you just are a uh, organizer of other business owners, uh, this is a fantastic uh, topic. It's, it's obviously universal and needed. Stefan, how do people get in touch with you to learn more? Well, if, if there is a Vistage member, I'm on the website as a resource, obviously. If not, then my website is uh, stefanliozu.com, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-L-I-O-Z-U.com. Um, and in there, there is uh, many papers, blogs, and access to the books, and also uh, uh, it's a very rich website, I would say. And then I'm uh, also, found, you know, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter. I do quite a bit of posting and activities on social media around the, the field of pricing, innovation, and, and value management. So this is something everybody should be aware of because uh, we talk to a lot of different speakers for Vistage, but I haven't come across anybody on this particular focused on this topic like Stefan is. So thanks very much for joining us, and we really appreciate you sharing your your wealth of information with us. And uh, I, you know, I'd like to talk to you again at a future date just to get deeper into some of the mechanics of of what goes into some of these uh, issues. So I pr- I really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for the time. Thank you. We're going to take a short break and come back to close the show, so please stay with us for just a minute. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the show for age 50-plus business owners. We're interviewing professional advisors for their tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights every day at ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thanks very much for joining us today. That's going to do it for our show today. We have another three-hour show tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific here on Blog Talk Radio, or you can find us at ExitCoachRadio.com. Please visit our audio library where you will find over 500 interviews categorized uh, and available for your listening from your smartphone or your your desktop uh, on over 35 different categories. And I want to thank Julie Tabazon for keeping the show going, moving uh, our guests in the right direction and taking care of all the details. We'll be back with you tomorrow, so please stay tuned then. Remember, we're here for you, our heroes, the private business owner, to help you be well-planned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. 
Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 